24 train cars across the city were tagged by graffiti artists last weekend on the G, M, 1, 6, and S lines by graffiti artists taking advantage of the overnight subway services being suspended from 1 a.m. to 5 a.m. It's, it's all right. All those trains are low-tier low trains anyways. doesn't matter. But the, uh, the 6 train isn't that low-tier. You know, it's like the from, from the Bronx to... Uh, uh, out of all of them, it's definitely my favorite, but the rest are low tier for sure. I have a tier list of, of trains, <laughs> and the G, G train is like. I still don't get it. I've every time I've been on it, it's been pretty, pretty fantastic. I just don't like it. Well, don't be so mean to it. According to Bad Guy Joe, the founder of LTV Squad, a group dedicated to exploring and documenting abandoned and underground places in New York City, because law enforcement is down, taggers are more bold compared to even a few years ago. I mean, what do you think about that? What do you, what do you think about graffiti in general? I think it's great. Uh, obviously, like some of the graffiti that they had is kind of like not safe for work, but I just feel like in general, you know... I don't know, graffiti's, graffiti's graffiti, you know? I mean, I, I personally don't mind it as long as it's not like, you know, some mom and pop shopper or something, because that's kind of mean. But I mean, the FDA is so fucking big, I don't care. <laughs> exactly. Like, and it's kind of funny because they probably had like stuff in the past where they just have like graffiti, like, you know, just like, I don't know, kind of like random artworks pop up and like, in, what, what do you call Like those like, you know, random, uh, like, you know, outdoor art spaces and stuff like that. Basically, when graffiti is gentrified, it's okay. But when it's like natural, it's not okay, basically. 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 You heard it first here. Jazz Standard has unfortunately become another casualty in the wave of venues closing in New York City, being the first major jazz club in the city to close prematurely because of COVID-19. The club first opened in 1997, but reopened in 2002 following the aftermath of 9-11. Both the club and the restaurant above it are owned by Danny Mayer and the Union Square Hospitality Group. In that announcement on Wednesday, Mayer and the group wrote, we have explored every avenue to arrive at a different outcome, but due to the pandemic and much without revenue, as well as a lengthy rent negotiation that has come to a standstill, we have reached the disappointing conclusion that there is no alternative but to close Jazz Standard and Blue Smoke Flatiron. The current situation surrounding the pandemic, including the regulations for restaurants and live music, make it impossible to maintain our quality and to continue to set the standard. Despite the closing, they also expressed hopes of continuing the legacy of the club, and in the meantime, virtual performances and interviews under the Jazz Standard name will continue to be created. Following reports circling on internet this week that Rihanna and ASAP Rock are officially dating, Little Uzi Vert has shared his thoughts about his heartbreak over this. On December 3rd, after videos and photos surfaced online of Rihanna and Rocky roaming New York City, Uzi shared one of these photos, expressing his shock, captioned with the words, can't be true. Additionally, it appears he also unfollowed Rihanna on Instagram, the only person he followed up until now. I mean, what do you think about this whole situation? I don't know. He's just a baby. <laughs> but I just find it funny that like ASAP Rock, no, that uh, that like the only person he was like following was like Rihanna. I respect it, but something's got to respect the hustle, respect yeah, the game. You, you got to know when to lose. You know what I mean? Rumors, which now appear to have been true, of Riri and Rock dating trace all the way back to January, being bolstered by the CQ interview back in August. 
It has recently been announced that Radio Disney will soon be shutting down, but on the other hand, SiriusXM will launch an all-Asian music radio station in collaboration with 88 Rising. On Thursday, Disney announced that Radio Disney will be shutting down, one move in its increased focus to Disney+. Plus. Founded in 1996 as a terrestrial radio station, by 2005, the station was available across 97% of the U.S., reaching 30 million listeners by 2009. It was in 2014 that the radio finally went digital, selling 23 of its terrestrial locations. The first of its kind on American radio, the 88 Rising Radio will focus on the music of multiple genres from Asian countries such as South Korea, China, Japan, the Philippines, and Indonesia. Once COVID has been properly solved, Cirrus XM says that the channel will also provide a platform for touring artists to visit and record interviews, in addition to holding live concerts in their studios in both Los Angeles and New York. 88 Rising CEO Sean Miyashiro has said of this collaboration that it is a great indicator of where Asian music has come today. Just playing Asian music 24 hours a day is a huge win and a massive step forward. If this radio station is something that is up your alley, check it out on SiriusXM on channel 305. Now for this week's featured artist. Hey guys, thank you for watching this episode of Sounds Like NYC News. If you're interested in watching more episodes, please like and subscribe and follow us on Spotify.